Hey everyone, it's Doc from Bros and Dragons, and I wanted to tell you guys about an amazing company that we are proud to support throughout our whole corporation, and that is Wormwood. The quality and commitment this company has is amazing and supports all nerd endeavors. There is only one acceptable outcome for their craftsmen, a product that they can take personal pride in and absolutely satisfied customers. If you are unsatisfied with your product for any reason at all, they will fully refund or replace the item free of charge. They always guarantee their products. Whether you're looking to buy deck and card boxes, dice vaults, hero vaults, dice towers, personal or tabletop dice trays, or some other accessories such as card sleeves, dice, tile trackers, leather play mats, or more, this company is top of the line. They even do custom orders. They call the wood that they use Core 16, and I encourage you to go to their website for more information on this. So when you are in the market for tabletop or nerd gaming needs, think Wormwood first. Before we get started, we would like to give a shout out to BattleBards. BattleBards.com has background ambiance, battle sounds, and much more. Bring your tabletop venture to life with BattleBards.com. There are things in the night your nightmares will manifest into reality as they find their way into Doc's imagination. The mind has many many horrors. We, we all, all can live in this place. place. Through, Through our, our imaginations, imaginations, we, we are, are free. free. And, and we, we breathe in, in its embrace. Sit back and relax as I take you out of your reality and into my nightmarish dream world. Welcome to the Bros and Dragons Podcast. I'm your Dungeon Kylie, I'm playing Alicia Fargum, a female human rogue. Tom Benson, I play Captain Martin Firewell, human male barbarian. John Sika, I play Dafina Nalo, a half-elf female wizard. This is Keith Ross, and I'm playing Morthos the Faithful, a human male cleric. Michael Shemeca, I play Steve, a male dragonborn bard. Let us adventure on. All right, so Kylie, what happened last time? There was a thing talking in my head, and then people got turned into were-dogs, were-domesticated dogs, and then we went to the Cave of Evil. Uh, Steve and Defina got into a fight. Yes, we did. Walked along a river, we crossed the bridge, we ran into some cleric guy wearing plate armor. And that's about all I remember. That was in front of the cave that we're supposed to go in. Yeah, and he didn't want to go in. <clears throat> really nice place. And the last thing he said was, if you bring him three items, he can fix everything. Staff of Eternity, the Chalice of Time, and the Stone of Grounding. Sounds simple enough. They're probably at the bottom of the rainbow next to the pot of gold inside. That the, that the leprechaun is guarding. <laughs> what, Tom? You're guarding a fucking pot of gold? Yeah, we all knew Tom was an evil bastard leprechaun. Here you are outside the cave. What are you going to do? Sleep on it. Didn't we just rest? Probably. I thought we did. Let's go in the cave. 
Yeah, I mean, we walked all this way. Might as well. You're just going to go, ooh, pretty cave, and go back to the queen and say, it was a pretty decent cave. That was my thought. We met some guy over there. He said he's going to take care of it. <laughs> Seemed to have a good handle on it. He was taking notes, drawing pictures or something. I don't know what he was doing. He was casting spells and recording what happened. All right, yeah, let's, uh, anybody got any light source? I'm assuming it's dark inside this cave. From what you can see at the entrance, it is very dark in this cave. Anyone? Anyone? I'm looking. I gotta pull up my character sheet. I'm not mistaken. I'm pretty sure we left with, like, nothing. No, we got our gear. Morthos will cast light on the edge of his spear. I'll cast light on my hat. Oh, that's right. You got a pimp hat. I forgot about that. Yeah, I got... Yeah, Steve, he is wearing his fedora. (laughs) You only want him for his pimp juice. I will draw my sword and shield and head into the cave. You head down into the cave, and it is dark, thank God there's some light. And you hear (laughs) in one of the dark corners, Turn the light out! Do we see anything? Perception. First roll, then it's going to be good. 15. 21. 6. 22. Captain and Steve will see a what they believe to be a very small gnomish figure. You see what I see, Captain? See that little guy over there? Yeah. Hello. Please turn the light out. Well, if we do that, we can't see. If or I can't see. If you don't, I, don't know I can't see. Is there a, a exit that we can see from this area? Not with the light spell, no. Which way do we go to get through this room? At the at the other end, there's a, a cave that'll put you through it. But can you turn that off? I can't see you. Steve will reach up and tap his hat and the light will go out. Morthos will leave it so he can see the light, but hide the blindness of it. And sure enough, a small little gnome will come out and go, Who are you guys? I'm Who Cap- are you? I'm Bob. Hey, Bob. Hi. I don't know your name. Captain Firewell. Hi, Captain Firewell. I'm Steve. Why are you here? Uh, it's my home. Okay. Why is this your home? I mean, it's pretty shitty. If you don't like it, you know which way you came in. Good point. Why are you coming down into my home? We had nothing better to do. I thought the entrance was pretty inhospitable. Well, it is. That made us curious to see what was down here. There's some asshole up there casting spells on my door, too. Yeah, we've seen him out there. It's just, you just try to build yourself a home, trying to live the Enon dream. How's that dream going? Uh, It was fine until everybody started casting spells and random people just walk into my house. Oh, he told us it was empty. He's never been down here. See, he is an idiot and a liar. Is there something I can do for you guys? You you seem like, you know, with the sword and the shield out and the, the long, pointy, brighty, sticky thing that you might be looking for something. Yeah, actually, we were looking for some kind of stone. There's, I mean, it's kind of like the whole place is made of stone. He'll reach down and pick up a fist sized one. He goes, you can have this one. I wasn't going to do anything with it. Great. Thanks. You're very welcome. I'll take it from him. But I don't think this is the one we're looking for. How do you know? I'm going to kind of try and look around, like behind him where he came from. Do I see any kind of staff or chalice over in that area? (laughs) No. In (laughs) fact, it's him and what looks like a regular naturally made cave. Can I do an arcana check? Sure. Go ahead. 19. This cave is magic as fuck. Hmm. Where's the rest of this cave? Uh, It's all around us. I mean, it's pretty big. I got, 
I think 6,000 total square feet, not including the hallways. So you were worried about the guy casting all the magic, but I'm sensing nothing but magic in here. Yeah, I'm not I'm not worried about him. I'm saying he's being an asshole, and he's casting it on my front door. Have you told him that? It's kind of bright out there. I, I wait for nighttime, but then by the time I go out there, he's gone. I'll uh, pass along the uh, message. I, I very much appreciate that, because he's an a-hole. So is this whole cave your house? Like... Is there a further down part of the cave that isn't your house? So what you see is I just pulled up in case we need it. In fact, you guys could just drop your tokens on there. But the cave itself, you've walked into a cavern. It's, it's He calls it his foyer. So can we see the whole cave here? Do we see all the walls in the distance? If more of those walks in, you'll see that the, there is a path on the other side, just like the gnome told you. Oh, okay. So I'll say to him, do you mind if we look around? Uh, no, let me, I can throw you around if you'd like. Sure. We're looking for a specific stone. I mean, keep your eyes open. There's a lot of them. Do you know what it looks like? Maybe I could help. Well, mostly like a stone. So this is going to be a long night, huh? It could be. <laughs> well, let's get started. This is my foyer. It's beautiful. Yeah, I try to keep the original architecture from the person who owned it before me. Nice, nice. He'll say, follow me, and he'll start walking to the back. You'll come to a tea hallway, and he's going to say, uh, bedrooms are going to be to the right. There's a gym down there. I can show you that. Uh, to the left here, it'll take you to the kitchen and living area, and there is a sub-basement. We'll get to that. We got to go through the basement first, but uh, you want to start in the bedrooms? Uh, sure. He takes you to the right, and there'll be a doorway on your left. He takes you in that. It's a fairly decent-sized cave. He goes, if, if you need to, like, put the light up a little bit, just give me a heads up. And he, he kind of goes, go ahead, and he covers his eyes, and Morthos lifts up the spear. And you can see, as Morthos walks around, it's a, about a 30 by 40 roundy cave. Curiosity's sake, uh, who used to own this place? Uh, the realtor didn't tell me his name. Ah, uh, but and he was he was kind of dirty. I've been working on trying to clean it up, and then I realized I'm trying to sweep up dirt, which is like made out of dirt, and it gets again real real hard. But I'll, I'll make it one day. You sure about that? It is pretty dirty in here. I, I guarantee you, since I know your name, that I will clean up my house before you become a famous musician. <laughs> well, I've, I've been doing pretty good lately, past couple of times at least. Mm-hmm. A little birdie told me that you killed a bunch of people. Not lately. And people already know me, so ha. There's a difference between famous and infamous. Well, they still know me. I mean, it's, it's pretty comfy in here. Yeah, it looks great. It looks great. It needs a little be a little bit more dank in here, though. I think I I got to try to find like an underground well that I could tap into. But I don't know. I'll figure it out. He says, follow me. He's going to take you to two other rooms that are identical. Caverns, excuse me. And at the end, he's going to go, you guys are going to love the gym. It's going to keep you so entertained. And he's going to open the door. What, are you making like a cave B&E? <laughs> you know, I kind of thought about it. Well, I hope it works out. So the goal here is just to run around the room and not get tagged. You guys want to see how it works? Sure, go ahead. So as you enter the cave, you see three what looks like stone inanimate hands and a stone inanimate object right here and he goes all right and he hits a button and you start hearing that sliding noise uh stone on stone as the wall closes behind you and all these things start moving and shaking off the rubble and the dirt that's on them i need you to roll initiative i got a one <laughs> so is that your total initiative i got a three 22 16 
13. Well, let's see what Mortos the Faithful's got. Nice two. First react is going to be Steve. Seeing as though I still don't know where I am in this room. Oh, my God. All right. I knew you were going to bitch until I found it. <laughs> it doesn't have to be a dragon. Nope. This is going to be your new character. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'll take it. So silly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like the character of Steve isn't? I love it. There you go. What's big booby Steve? I'm sorry. What's Steve going to do? And so the goal is, you know, to not get tagged. Well, that's what he said before the door closed behind you. But these things are coming to life and they're starting to shake off. Okay. The hands themselves are starting to move on the ground. Steve is going to start to sing. Oh, God. Oh, God. So I need performance at disadvantage. Oh, God. You're going to love this. 20. Accidentally, Steve casts Bardic Inspiration while he sings, but because he was focusing his ah. voice at the stone statues, that's who gets it. <laughs> that's awesome. Next react will be Captain Firewell. Are these things moving towards us? Uh, they're starting to, yes. And he said to just not be tagged by them? Well, that's what he said, but he also called this a gem. <laughs> so I'm going to use my movement and then hold my action until something gets close enough to me. Are you holding or readying an action? There is a difference. Ready an action to attack any of those things that come within reach of me. Okay. Next in the order will be Alicia. Does it look like he's just fucking around with us? Give me an intelligence check. Okay. <laughs> uh, that is seven. Yeah, there's no way these things are going to hurt you. You trust him implicably. He just still said not to get tagged, so I'm going to try stealthing maybe. Okay, give me a stealth roll. Okay. 16. You believe that they can no longer see you. All right, cool. I guess that's my uh, turn then. (laughs) So now it's their turn. This guy's going to come in, obviously looking like he's going to attack Firewall. So do I get to swing at him? Uh, You readied that action, so yes, I need you to take that one first. Does it 20 hit? Barely. I mean, yes. That would be 10 points of slashing damage. Okay. Part of the stone looks like, you know, gives it a, a slash... Mark, but it is definitely made of stone. Oh, good. But now it gets a chance. These things start crawling your guys' way, and that'll be that whole turn for them. You notice the beard on this statue starts to move. Okie dokie. Uh, the beard actually strikes out at you, and it misses you, luckily enough. Yeah. <laughs> and as you, ah, uh, away from the beard... It actually comes across, and it looks like it's holding a stone glaze, which connects... Seven points of damage. I also need you to do a constitution saving roll. Oh, boy. Nine. Oh, uh, at the start of each of your turns, you're going to take five hit points. Uh, The wound that he gave you is festering black, and it looks like it's starting to pour out ink from your body. Nice. Jesus. I don't think that's Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) You don't know. The stories could have just got a little mixed up. That I don't think it is. <laughs> I'm not sure, but I don't think so. Roll inside to see if it is Jesus. <laughs> no, I don't think you need to. It's definitely not Jesus. So next in the order will be Dafina. I am going to just kind of run off over towards the left wall and kind of stay in these things. 
Are you gonna and, do anything? Uh, yeah, you know what? I'm gonna cast Firebolt on him. On which one? Uh, on the one in front of Captain Firewall. But I don't think a six is going to do it. So as you cast Firebolt, which is a moat, you see it fire off and miss everything. But Morthos is going to run up because he ain't a scared. Put himself in harm's way. And he will take a swing at the funky stone claw. Well, poke at the funky stone claw. He does hit. And as he hits, it shatters. He's going to run over to finish his move here. Trying to see the wound that you got when he heard you scream out and go, What the hell? Jesus. And he'll say to the statue, hello, Jesus, give me a second. We're back at the top of the order, which is Steve. Steve is going to move up to his right about five feet. 15-foot cone breath weapon. Let's see here. Yes. Before I tell you the answer, I get to find out if I get to use my inspiration or not. That's a D6, right? Yes. 18. Okay, well, you make that save. You take... Seven fire. Oh, and it still burns up. As the fire hits it, the stone explodes like it's made of concrete and the water inside boiled and burst. And then Steve will be like, ha! That's how that's done! Captain Firewall. I would like to take another swing at this guy standing in front of me. <laughs> sure. Does an 18 hit? An 18 does hit. Eight points of slashing damage. Again, another mark, but it, it seems like the stone is almost impenetrable to your weapon. Oh, what the hell? That brings us to Alicia. I'm going to try walking up and smacking that hand. <laughs> All right. Do I have advantage right now or? You don't because that hand has blind sight within 30 feet. So it doesn't matter how stealthy you are. Well, I definitely miss. <laughs> uh, but I'll still give you the number anyways. I got a six. But you do miss. It's, yeah. <laughs> but it's just a little stone hand. So it was just, you, you know, you're trying to get a beat on it. Yeah. But it is their turn. Uh, again, it's going to strike out with its stony beard at Captain Firewell. 19. 19 will hit. Let's roll some damage here so you can do your saving throw here. Seven points of piercing damage. Okay. And I need a constitution saving throw from you. Another one? Dang. <laughs> Crit fail. Oh, uh, you are now poisoned. Okay. And at the end of your turn, you can save on that one. Well, uh, that's just the poisoned, the poison effect. You have disadvantage. That's the beard. The little claw thingy, now that Alicia's right there, will crit for eight damage as it slashes out against you, clawing at your calf muscle. That'll bring us to Dafina. I'm going to take a step to my right so I can get a clear shot at um, this hand. Okay. And I'm going to cast uh, Firebolt again. 17 hits that's gonna do a whopping eight points of damage and it burns and burns and it explodes into little chunks and pieces looks at steve see i can do it too yeah but i'm better that's debatable no it's not i have boobs i'm definitely better but top of the order steve is up okay steve is going to make his way up and as he's moving he is gonna (laughs) draw his sword and take a swing Let's see here. He, he rolled a a 15. Uh, he will hit. Hot damn. For a whopping three slashing damage. That's what I'm talking about. Go big or go home, right? Gotta do what you gotta do. <laughs> Captain Firewall. I know that it hasn't really seemed to affect him any by hitting him with my sword. Can I attempt to slam him with my shield and knock him down? Sure, go ahead. Make an attack roll with a strength modifier. Oh, yeah, I guess not. (laughs) 
So I need percentage from you. So what do you want a percentage? Yes, please. Uh, here we go. There you go. 15. How's that? You strike yourself slightly on your backswing and take 1d8 damage. So we'll cut that to 1d4. It's You just came in awkwardly with your shield. So you go ahead and roll your own damage. There <laughs> you go. One. But that does bring us to Alicia. I am going to go over here so I can flank him. Right? That's a flank. Yep. All right. That will give you sneak attack. Woo! <laughs> I don't know if I hit either of them. Um, 14. 14 hit. Oh, cool. Eight. Eight total? Yep, just eight. <laughs> <laughs> so your daggers pierce the stone a little bit and seem to be deflected off to the side as you hit? Hmm. I got hit in the back. He flips around. 17 to hit Alicia. With his beard. Um, a 17 would hit. Okay. 10 points of damage, piercing, and I need you to make a constitution saving roll. Ouch. Six. You are poisoned. Bummer. Having said that, he's going to flip back around and try to strike it. Captain Firewell again for 24. Uh, I'm guessing a 24 does hit. That will be seven more points of slashing damage, and a third wound is going to appear in that black ooze is now moving faster and faster. Cool. Next up will be Dafina. I'm going to move about 15 feet up the wall so I can get a clear shot at the last guy. Okay. And I, again, am going to cast Firebolt. <laughs> Non-natural 20 for 11 points of damage. When you hit him with that, a little part of him seems to burst off his side, so now there's a chunk missing. Morthos the Faithful. A 12. He misses with the spear strike. So that's going to take us to Captain Firewell. <laughs> At the beginning of your turn, I need you to take 15 damage from your wounds. All right, so just so everybody knows, I am about to die. So I'm going to smash this guy in the face with my shield, or at least attempt to. Would a 19 hit? A 19 does hit. 10? Uh, he is now prone. Yay. I would like to move backwards. Okay. Which will bring us to Alicia. I'm going to smack him. All right. So he's oh, wait. prone. He, so I'm going to move over here first so I can still be flanking him. Well, you don't have to worry about flanking. That's old school rules. Oh, okay. <laughs> you have somebody who's within five feet that's an ally. That's how it works here. Oh, okay. Welcome to 5E. <laughs> All right. Well, I shall stay there then and, yeah, swing. You Is would have had advantage, but you have disadvantage because of the poison, which makes it a normal roll. Well, I just rolled a, a 9 and 10, so I'll just go with a 9 since, <laughs> yeah. Uh, they're, they're both hits. I know your sheets. So go ahead oh, and take your Okay. <laughs> So would I still attack with sneak attack then, or? Yes, because there's still somebody within five feet. Okay. Um, that's 14. Uh, as you drive the daggers in, it seems to split the stone in two, and it literally freezes as it is. Jeez. <laughs> and you hear the door behind you open. Bob's going to say, that was wonderful, wonderful. Usually I just run around until the door opens. Yeah, well, they started attacking. Uh, yeah, I kind of figured they'd do that if they caught up with me, but why well, just run around and run around and run around and run around, and then sometimes it takes a little bit. I think they just get bored, the door opens back up. But that's my gym. It's pretty cool, right? I guess you could say that. <clears throat> you got a med kit laying around by any chance? Morthos the Faithful will handle this. 
Uh, roll 1d8 and add 7 to that. Uh, five plus seven. Right. And as Morthos touches you and you glow ever so slightly, your wounds heal up and the effect is gone. Heal me too, buddy, friend, pal. I only have so many of those. Oh, fuck you too. Uh, are you more than half though, Kylie? <laughs> What's up? Are you more than half? I am at 21 and I'm guessing the poison's gone, right? Yes. Okay, so yeah, I'm I'm at 20, 21 right now. And what's your your thirty two originally? Thirty one. Yeah. Right. More of those gonna say you don't even look that bad. Scowl. <laughs> it's it's a cool gym roll, right? Uh, so do you, you guys want to see the rest of the place? Sure. So he'll take you back out of this room, down the hall, and into a giant open area, and he's gonna go. This this is my living room. Looks great. Yes, it's got comfy couches, and he points to, like, roots that are growing out of the the wall, and then he points to the other side, and there's more roots coming out, and it looks like he's trying to mold them. He's like, and I'm making a sculpture over here, because did I mention I'm an artist? No, you didn't mention that. Oh, yes. I love art. This whole wall will be a beautiful mural one day. And he takes you through this cave into... The cave actually just is about 60 feet around. It narrows down to about 40 feet. And he goes, this is my kitchen, which really isn't a kitchen. It's just where all the good stuff is. And as you look around, there's a lot of bugs crawling in and out of the dirt or in and out of the roots and stuff like that. He'll grab one and eat it and go, you guys hungry? I'm sorry. I'm being a bad host here. No, I'm good. I think Steve's hungry, though. Oh, sir. Hold on. I'll get him a big, fat, juicy one of these. I'm okay. I'm okay. Steve, you can't be rude. He's getting you food and you're not going to eat it? Yeah, come That's on. Right. Come on. He's going to say, oh my huh? God, this is the coolest thing. He turns around and there's a cockroach as big as your hand. And he's like, I have never found one of these. And this is perfect for your size. They're here. Not going to eat it. That's a little rude, don't you think? Don't well, be rude, Steve. Well, you're little, so I can only be a little rude. You're, you, sir, are an asshole. Takes one to know one. Uh, Bob's going to get a really sad look he's going to drop the cockroach like he's defeated and he's going to say well thank you thank you guys for coming you're you're more than welcome to let yourself out is there a back door to this place there's a wall down there sir and he points to the end of what he called his kitchen he says it just doesn't look like it's supposed to be there but i can never figure out what's going on with it you're more than welcome to check it out it would be cool if I did have a back door. You guys, and he's going to point at Morthos, Captain Firewell, Alicia, and Dafina and say, please come back and visit whenever you want, uh, but could you not bring the asshole? Will do. Let, let's go check out that back door. As Steve walks by, he squawks a little bit, kind of like he's trying to sing, but not really. <laughs> and he glares at him. Go to the door and... Well, there's not a door. You come upon a wall, and you can see what Bob's talking about. Definitely the wall looks different than the rest of the wall. Seemed like it could be lifted or pushed or, pull or pulled to the side or something. Uh, I need an investigation check. I will try that. Well, I'm guessing 10 probably isn't going to get me very far. Uh, 10 will let you know that pushing and pulling probably is not going to work. You can't figure it out, but this wall definitely is different. Dang it. Yeah, you can ask anybody for help. Any <laughs> guys see anything? I'm gonna uh, different. There's look around. Sixteen for investigation. One little stone on the bottom. It just doesn't look right to you. 
Uh, but it looks like it's wedged between the two parts of the wall that meet here. Tries to dig it out and pick it up. What's your strength? Not that high. Uh, if you it's could, a 10. If you could crit it, John, it's all yours. I don't think I'll be able to crit it. But, <laughs> hey, it's worth a try, right? <laughs> and I don't crit it. Bob's going to say, so you guys, yeah, it looks like you're not going to figure it out either. It's really weird. Is John trying to pick something up? Yes. Well, I was trying to pick up a rock. It's wedged <laughs> in between the wall and the floor. Any, any of you guys want to give this a shot? Yeah, I'll, I'll try and help him out. Are you helping him or are you going to try to do something? Well, I mean, if he's trying to pick it up, I'll try and help him pick it up. Okay. Or, because he's not very strong. <laughs> no, 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 she's not. <laughs> I swear to God, natural 20. Did you really? Yeah. Sure, you, you bend down and you start pulling. It doesn't budge, but then kept that natural 20, you will figure out that this is probably a release device and you're going the wrong way with it. Oh, maybe we should try and push this instead of pull it up and I'll try and push it the opposite way. Uh, it slides in, you hear a click and then a magical sing was well as stone grinding stone as the door opens up and reveals a hallway that goes left and right. And Bob's going to go, holy shit, I've never seen that before. See, Bob, we're here to help you out. No joke. I, I'm very glad you guys came by. And then he just gives Steve the most evil skull. But, uh, yeah, I've never seen this before. He'll poke his head in there, look off to the left, look to the right. And he goes, looks like it's another hallway. That's pretty cool. You're going to tag along with us while we check it out? Hell, yeah, I want to see what my health can do. <laughs> Great. I'd like to see you heal me. Got any healing? Uh, I can get you some grub. Uh, it probably doesn't sound good. <laughs> I appreciate it. Thanks. Uh, let's check out the right. Uh, all right. Sure. It goes down away and it ends up being in a, it opens up into a room. It's 10 by 10. There's only one thing in this room, a golden laced bronze chest that looks like it has a very intricate lock on it. Who's got lock picking skills? Steve, obviously. I wonder who. Uh, what's my investigation? 19. 19. This has some really weird drawings on it. The glyphs that are here with that investigation, you can use history or religion to try to figure it out. But you did find them. I am going to use it. doesn't really matter. I'm going to use, uh, well, I guess I'll use religion. And I got a 16. There is not a glyph. All these markings are symbols of gods, but none of the good gods are represented here. Um, so I'm going to relay that to everybody and say, you know, this chest is marked, but it's all the bad gods, you know, ones you don't want to mess with, all the evil ones. <laughs> all right. Not what I said, but we'll leave that in. That's what you said. I said you, said you don't all... see any of the good gods represented here. There's... So wouldn't they be evil gods if they're not good gods? There's neutral gods in D&D. Oh, so I'll relay that, that uh, it's not any of the good gods. But that it's symbols of the gods? But it's symbols of the gods, and you guys are more than welcome to try to get into it. Why not? Morthos will say, hold on a second, and he'll come up there. I like this voice of Morthos more. I think somebody, uh, 19, he's going to go, uh, I don't even recognize some of these symbols on here. But Tafina's right. There's not a marking of a good god, whether they're chaotic good or neutral good he's literally gonna say that like he knows what that means <laughs> <laughs> no he's gonna say yeah i don't 
I don't see any of the positive. He'll point at one. It's a tombstone with a skull on it. He's going to go, I recognize the symbol of Gomo. Oh, he's not good or evil. He's just the the father of darkness, the no, god of the afterlife. Uh, he's going to go, but go ahead, Dafina. And as he says it, he's backing up. I mean, if no one cares, I can try and break this thing open. That's all you. I'm not even attempting to open it. And then I'll back up as well. Yeah, I guess I'm going to try opening it. Sure. Give me a sleight of hand. Um, 18? 18. You slide the picks in there. It does not take you long as you're wiggling them around. It's very complicated. You you actually enjoy this. But as you finally get it, you hear the click and the turn. And you know you've unlocked the box. If no one tells me otherwise, I'm going to open it. As she goes to do that, I'll just kind of put my shield up and try and block myself as much as I can. <laughs> Give me a perception roll, Alicia. Let's see, that's not a good one. Seven. Seems fine. Yeah. <laughs> as she opens it, you all hear a rush of wind. It's hard to distinguish if that wind was a whisper or just wind blowing, but something definitely came out of that chest. Alicia, inside that chest, you see a book. Just a stupid old book. The book title is Kroshima Drakino. What language is that? I heard you, but I'm not going to answer. Yeah, I can't pronounce this name, so I'm just going to pass this book off to someone else. As she pulls the book out, Dafina, you've seen grimoires before. That's what you believe this might be. Uh, I'll take the book. Uh, the book will need, you can feel that you need to spend some time with this book. I'm going to need to spend some time with this book, uh, so I'm going to put it in my backpack for now. I'm going to look back into the chest and keep desperately searching for gold that isn't there. Give me another perception check while you're looking back in that box. Oh, that one's actually a lot better. 17. Looking into the box, you pause. Something doesn't seem right. And as you look on the outside and into the inside, it seems like it's not as deep as it should be. I relay that. So, like, it's deeper on the inside than it looks as big on the outside? It's deeper on the outside than it is the inside. Is there a false bottom? I'm, I'm saying this to Alicia. I check. Investigation. Oh, I got a, a 20. You realize that she is absolutely correct. The seams on the bottom of this just seem like they don't fit just right. As you look on the bottom of the box, it seems like there is four push pads there. Guess I need another set of hands to help me out here. I nominate Steve. They're close enough together. They're like four boxes that are right in the middle of the bottom of this. Oh, okay. Well, then I just I press them all then. At the same time? Yes. Sure. You'll hear a click. Can I open it? Do I do I open it? So as you Are... go back into the chest, you'll notice that it it seems like part of it popped up a little bit. It does look like one end is on hinges. Is it open like is it open enough right now for me to see what's inside or is No, it... it's open enough that you know that with your fingers you could probably lift the lift it up on the hinge. I will do that then. Uh before you is a complete chessboard where the pieces are carved out of uh, onyx and the board itself looks like it was made from precious gems pressed together holy shit what'd you find some sort of really fancy game <laughs> what's the chest made out of wood metal stone well come over here and check it out scaredy cat i'm right here <laughs> <laughs> hey, now i look at the chest that five extra feet i moved up 
Does it look like wood, stone? It looks like the pieces are carved on an onyx and that the board is made from, made from gems pressed together. The box itself, with a chest, looks like it's actually copper with gold that's been leafed onto it for design. Okay. Uh, that's, that's pretty cool. Uh, what was inside of that box you hear from the door? You know, a boring old book. Nothing really. Oh, really? I love the read. Uh, I think it was a book that was like how to cook gnomes. I don't know. It sounded really bad and evil. So, Oh, my gosh. That's perfect. I've been thinking about going cannibal for a while now. I hear it has great <laughs> health benefits. Unfortunately, when we touched it, it just kind of disintegrated into pieces. Oh, that's that's very sad to know. Uh, anything else? Not that I can see. Are you going to leave that bottom open in the chessboard in there? Because he's walking up towards you now. Uh, uh, uh. I'm, panic- I'm panicking. <laughs> you got about a second and a half to make a decision. How Can I just close the box and pick it up? You could close the box. It looks pretty heavy, though. How big is this box? The box itself is about eh, three and a half by two and a half by four feet tall. Shit, that's pretty big. I could close the hinge, the trap door thing. Is that what you're going to do? I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so you push on it and you hear it click right as he comes up and he says, Oh my God, tell me that was the sound of a false bottom. I love puzzles. <laughs> yeah, you know, I heard you love puzzles so much. I wanted you to, you know, to also have the fun in us solving it. Uh, he looks the box over, pushes it up. Sees the four, pushes them, hears the pop, climbs over the side, hooks his feet on, opens it up and goes, oh, my God, Alicia, you need to see this. And he pulls out the full chest piece. You did it. Hooray. This is the most awesome thing. But see, I live down here by myself. So because you were such a cool person and you helped me out figuring this box and now I've got this cool chest. Um, I'd like you to have this. And he hands you the chess board with the pieces. Oh, well, thank you. It's very nice of you. And uh, the deal's still on for me to call that dude outside in an asshole. So, you know. Yeah, and, and kick him in the groin and tell him not to come back. He's kind of an a-hole. Yeah, it sounds like a fair a trade. Sweet. Uh, he's enamored by this chest. But it does dawn on you guys there's another hallway. Can we lock him in the chest? We're not locking him in the chest. Steve, are you going to try to I'm lock him? I'm going to push him into the chest and close it. <laughs> All right. Steve, you push him into the chest. He falls into the chest, but as you go to close the lid, you realize it's not closing. But before everybody else's eyes and yours, a bear pops out. And you hear the bear say, you made the wrong motherfucking decision. You're not one of the chosen ones. And the bear jumps at you. You guys see this bear jump out of this box and pin... Steve to the ground. Could we tell that this was the gnome that transformed into the bear? With the voice that it just had? Yeah, that that lisp is definitely recognizable. Guys, can, can, can we, Bob, Steve, can we just pretend this didn't happen and move on? You'll hear the bear say, is that what you command? Yes, that that is. That is. Uh, he'll say, fine. And he'll get off Steve and transform back into a gnome. So you go down the hallway and it opens up into a room similar to the one that you were just in. The only difference is, Dafina, when you reach the edge of this room, you can't enter. Um, I'm, I'm, I think I'm just going to watch you guys. My foot hurts. 
you actually hit a barrier that stops you. Everybody else seems to walk through it with no problem. A chest appears in the middle of this room, which is way different than the other one. It seems like a simple wooden chest. The lock looks easy enough to pick. I'm going to investigate the barrier. Ooh, I rolled good. 25. Okay. It's a magical barrier, and for some odd reason, it's stopping you and only you from walking through it, and you have no idea whatsoever why it's stopping you. Would that be an arcana check to try to figure out why? Or 18? You've heard of barriers like this that stop specific people or specific items from going through it, but you can't put your finger on what it is, why it's stopping you specifically. The only thing that you can think of is, in your mind, you're the most powerful magic user here. Could I cast Dispel Magic on it? You can attempt to. Well, then I think I am going to attempt to Dispel Magic on it. Okay. How does Dispel Magic work, John? I'm reading that right now. Choose one creature, object, or magical effect within range. Any spell of third level or lower on the target ends. For each spell of fourth level or higher on the target, make an ability check using your spellcasting ability. The DC equals 10 plus the spell's level. On a successful check, the spell ends. Okay, I got your DC. Go ahead. Oh, boy. 15. The spell remains, and you just lost the spells. Son of a bitch. The rest of you walk in and another chest appears. Uh, like I said, it is basic. It is metal lining, uh, very what looks like a simple metal lock with wooden planks that make up the chest. No one stops me. I'm just going to try opening it. Yeah, why don't you check that out again? So to not look like an idiot, Dafina's just going to kind of sit down and start rubbing her ankle. <laughs> okay, so Alicia's going straight to the chest. What are you going to do? All right, I'm just going to try opening it. Slide a hand? Yeah. Ooh, that would be 20. Natural? No, no, no. It was added up. Okay. You start unlocking it, and you realize that there's about seven or eight pins. When you get to the sixth one, it seems a little bit difficult. The whole pin mechanism itself, you can hear it reset. Damn it. Troubles? Kind of. This is a really difficult lock. Is it? I got, I got you want me to smash it for you? I got a lock pick if you want me to try it. Yeah, sure. I'll pull out my great axe and smash it. <laughs> so make an attack roll. That would be 18. What kind of damage does a great axe do? 1d12 plus 4. It hits the top of the box, comes flying back, and hits you for 10 points of damage. What the hell? I guess I'm just going to try again. Uh, sure. You will hear a voice. <clears throat> the Bob will come up and, and be near Dafina. And with when everybody else isn't paying attention, he'll roll his hand over it. And you will feel heat in your ankle like he was trying to heal you. And he'll give you a wink, Dafina. But that's all. And he's going to say, that looked like it hurt. Yeah, it did. Stupid magic boxes. It's probably cursed and evil, and only like a certain person can open it. Well, I guess it ain't me. Steve, you wanted to try to smash the box, you said? Steve is going to run up there and sort of give the biggest kick he can muster. <laughs> yeah, go ahead and roll an attack roll using your proficiency and your strength. 22. You kick it, and you think you've done some damage to it, but when you go to look, the box, it doesn't even have a scratch on it. Your foot is throbbing. You didn't hurt yourself, but enough to make it ache. Son of a... Ow, 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 ow. <laughs> the gnome's going to turn to the fiend and go, kind of like karma, don't you think? You going to leave the box? Yeah, Steve will hobble away. I'm going to try a, 
I'm blocking it again. Okay. Give me another sleight of hand. Nope. <laughs> 11. 11. Uh, this time you make it to the third pin, and you don't think you slipped, but you hear the mechanism reset again. Damn it. Well, Morthos, maybe you could try opening it. Maybe you'll have some luck. I believe that would be the gnome's property now, and I am not one to bust open somebody else's chest. Can I make an Ar- Arcana check on it? Sure, go ahead. 23. Shut up. Yeah, no, I literally have. I rolled a, a 20 and uh, have a, a 3. You have seen locks or read about locks like this before. This lock is a lock that seems to be attuned to either a specific god or a specific pantheon of gods or possibly even a certain type of magic, but it will not unlock by conventional means. I relay that info. Well, shit. Sorry, uh, um, so our cleric should try opening it then. Morthos will be like, do you mind, little man? And then Elf's going to go, no, but go ahead, be my guest. Uh, It seems cursed, though, so if you open it, it, it'll probably kill you or something. Uh, Morthos will walk up and he'll go, "Um, I don't have a key. Would you like to borrow my key? And I'll hold out my axe. (laughs) Again, he'll say, I'm not going to smash the box open. And besides, I saw you try. It almost worked. You want to try to give Morthos a real quick class on how to do lockpicking? Yes. So you're going to show him how to use your picks real quick because he doesn't have a key. Yeah, he'll, yeah. He'll slide the picks in there and he goes, oh, wow, that's simple. And it here you hear the latch catch as he gets the last one. As he opens up the chest, tune in next time to find out what's in there. Son of a bitch. Anybody got anything? I got a dead character. <laughs> <laughs> Well, then I'll just take us out by saying you can follow us all on Twitter. You can follow John at ChuWu13. You can follow Mike at MasonicMike1027. Bam! Don't try it. I got this. Uh, You can follow Tom at BrosOldGuy. And you can follow Kylie at CritiKylie. She is by far the one who is on there the most. Yeah, it's true. I kind of (laughs) suck. You can follow me at IamDMDoc. You can follow Bros and Dragons podcast at Bros and Dragons on either Facebook or Twitter. Thank you all for listening. We'll see you next time. Remember to keep it nerdy and always live your dreams. His name is John. I need to unmute. Sorry about that. And he is muted. (laughs) Was, was muted. (laughs) Was muted. Cats are icky. Dogs are better. Doodah. This has been a Bros and Dragons production.